Hi, I'm Roxanne, and I've been reporting everything Real Housewives and Bravo TV for the past 15 years, and now with my cousin Chantel. Hey, Roxanne. We're breaking down episodes and sharing exclusive content with your favorite and not-so-favorite Bravo TV stars. Listen to All About TRH wherever you get your podcasts. Said I'm all about it. Yeah, I'm all about it. Said I'm all about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Said I'm all about it. Yeah, I'm all about it. Said I'm all about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Hot and Messy Podcast. We're your hosts, Jason Barrett and Adam Newell. Whoa, we are back today with another curveball for you guys. I'm so excited because we are welcoming Chef Stuart O'Keefe to the show today. This is going to be a fun conversation because you and I both don't know how to cook. Listen, for all of you out there listening, you know, I think that some of us, there are some of us out there who know how to cook, right? And you appropriately spend, you are the person who's walking through your favorite grocery store. You have the list, you check it off. You're like fucking Santa Claus of the grocers, right? It's like you check it twice, you make sure that everything's proper. Jason and I will go and we'll spend 150, 200 bucks on a week for groceries. We come home, they rot in our refrigerator and we're like, oh no, we didn't cook anything. Because we don't know how to cook. It makes us feel better like we're saving money. There so is think- nothing wrong, though, with like wanting to try, right? We try and then it does go kind of bad. Like we'll start off like the first two days and we'll be like, you know what? We're going to make this tonight. And we do like one or we do like two meals. And then after the third, we're like, oh, God, we don't have time. I'm tired. I don't even want to touch that shit. I don't think it goes bad for you, though, the same way that it goes bad for me. Like Jason can actually deliver And like, I burn everything from Tostino's pizza to popcorn. Jason is like a connoisseur of breakfast foods. But when it comes down to it, I think it just makes us feel better to grocery shop at the beginning of the week. And then we spend more money because we end up going out to like happy hour every single day. And it's not happy hour to like go get sloshed or drink. It's because the appetizers, the entrees are significantly reduced. I don't know. I think that this is a great conversation because I've never actually owned a cookbook in my life. And now that we have Chef Stewart and this Housewives-inspired sort of parody cookbook, I'm excited. It'll make us try things in our new house, which wait for the bitch session at the end. You guys are going to find out what's going on with the new house, the new studio and everything, and when we will be able to make those actual fun sort of behind-the-scenes cookbook videos. Yeah, so let's I don't want to waste too much time because I'm really excited to 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 talk with Chef Stuart O'Keefe, but I do have to say we were talking with him a little bit about BravoCon and our experience there. And just cuz he was there, you know, with his his new book with Amy Phillips, um who a lot of people know, she paneled a lot at BravoCon. Their booth was the talk of the bazaar at BravoCon. They had the longest lines, people were buying this book up. We were introduced to this book by someone just a couple months ago. So let's go ahead and jump in with Chef Stuart O'Keefe and talk about his new book. Let's jump right in. All right, guys, we want to welcome to the show today, Chef Stuart O'Keefe, who we are so delighted to have. A lot of people, Chef, know you from Food Network's Private Chefs of Beverly Hills. But first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Um, We're super excited. But I, I wanted to ask, I just for our listeners, I guess, what was the inspiration for you 
to go into the culinary arts. And if you can give us a little background about yourself. Yeah. I mean, look, I grew up in Ireland, you know, born and raised um, in a small town called Nina. And, you know, like you, you start like being like, you know, you become a teenager and you're like, Oh God, I need to like fucking start figuring out like what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And, you know, my, in my last two years of high school, and then you kind of need to start planning. So I kind of fell into culinary arts because like my first five choices on my like form, like I didn't get enough points for. And then my sixth choice was culinary arts and it was a new program. It was a four-year degree and I wanted to do four years and, and I got it and I got accepted. And, and my parents were like, well, you like cooking? And I'm like, yeah, I'll cook with my mom. I would bake with my aunt. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to do it. Like what's the worst case scenario? And I just wanted to get to the city as well. I wanted to get to Dublin and just kind of live my life and all that stuff. And um, it was like the best four years of my life. It like, it really was. It was just, I met the best friends. Like it just, everything happens for a reason. And I'm just so glad I didn't try and go back to repeat my final year to try and get more points, to do something that really, to force something that really I didn't want to do. And then I moved to Napa Valley in America, um, up north, Northern California. And I worked at a hotel there for two years. And then I moved down to LA in 2006. And about two years after that, then I was doing a lot of private parties, like dinner parties and so forth. And then, you know, I had a manager and they were coming up with this show, Private Chefs of Beverly Hills on Food Network. I kind of met with them about it. They loved me because it was what I was doing anyway. Right. So it wasn't like... I feel yeah. like being a chef or, or working in this in this culinary world, you're almost a freelancer of some sort. Yeah. How how do those opportunities do you put that out there? Or, yeah, or is I, it just people who really enjoy your your talent? I think it's like a thing. Like let's say I just started doing a lot of it in 2007, 2008, and and then it was just word of mouth. Oh, you can get a chef into your house to do dinner party. Oh, that's cool. Like I thought it was this whole like really expensive thing. And it's like, it's, you know, it's just me and like doing dinner parties for like 10, 12 people. is just, it's like a walk in the park for me. It's very easy. I can do it alone with like one other person. And, and I enjoyed it because like, I wasn't tied down to anybody. So like you go in, you know, you have a few conversations with the client, you go to their house, you're done, you get your check, you're, you're out. And then they're like, well, he was amazing. Like, and then if they're, they're really nice, you know, they bring you back and then you so just, word and then you get a roster. Is, yeah, is, is it really, really is word of mouth. Yeah. That's amazing. That's it's amazing. like I, somebody wants to hire me now for like Thanksgiving. It's like a bunch of like 22 gays or something. And they want me to come over to the house and bring like turkey, <laughs> but they're going to bring all their friends. And so it's like, I'm thinking about it. You know, I don't do as many of them anymore, but I mean, it's like, it's great money. It's hard to turn down the cash. You know what I mean? I bet. Wait, yeah. I have to chime in here too, really quick, because I think that... So for those of you who don't know who are listening, we just did an episode on BravoCon and we had the best experience. But one of the first people that I saw while I was at BravoCon was Chef Stewart. And I walked up and I said, hi, I introduced myself. And I was like, listen, I'm a huge fan of yours and Jeff's. And you were there with Amy Phillips. Yeah. And you're promoting. You had a whole booth promoting your book. Mm -hmm. And right away, I didn't buy a book, but also you had a huge line. Right. Yeah. At the time. Yeah. The the first day was like insane. Like, and I mean, it kept going in kind of spurts, you know what I mean? It was like, I couldn't believe like the, like how many people knew about us and stuff like that. It was crazy. You know, the line was bigger than some of the housewives booths when they were at their booths, by the way. And I just want to share this story with you, chef really quick. I know I'm talking a lot, but I'm really excited to have you here. My cousin who helped me work one of our friends booths, 
um, watched. She's a big housewife fan. One of our friends, she, Caroline Stanberry from Real Housewives. Caroline Stanberry. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And uh, my cousin, you know, I was like, oh, look, there's there's Sutton. You like Sutton. You know, oh, look, there's there's Dorinda. You like Dorinda. She's like, yeah, this is great. She saw you walk by and almost flipped her shit. She's like, that is Chef oh Stewart. Oh, my God. That's Chef Stewart. Like, she flipped her shit. She was so And excited. I so think crazy. she waited in line to get a photo with you. And it was... Yeah. You made her whole trip. That's amazing. There was like, there were so many experiences like that. And like, look, Amy Phillips is like the queen of like housewives and recaps and all that stuff and impersonations. So I'm like, look, this is all going to be about her. I'm going to be her little sidekick beside, beside her. I mean, obviously there was a ton of Jeff Lewis live fans and me being his boyfriend. Like, obviously I was going to get a lot of those as well, but like a lot of them were like, Oh my God, I love the book. I love you. And like, I, I, it was insane because I just entered the housewives kind of like realm through this book. You know what I mean? I was never like, okay. never known for like, Oh, like commenting on housewives on Twitter or anything like that. Oh, he's a big fan. You know what I mean? I just, I would watch a few right. of them. And um, so it was like, it was seriously one of the best weekends of my life. It was amazing. I have to add to this too, really quick. I know that Amy Phillips is the queen of the comedy when it comes to the real yeah. housewives, but you're in the middle of the book. You have yes. to give yourself some credit. It was, no, of course, that was my idea. We were thinking of like, how would we do the cover? And I'm like, I just see kind of like chaos, the last supper, like I'm in the middle. And that was kind of like, we did like drawings up and like her husband's very good at art. And so he drew up kind of like, you know, kind of different, like kind of mock-ups. And I'm like, Amy, you have to dress as all the different housewives. And I just see like the table is just like covered with food and it's kind of messy. And, you know, you see the back of the book, it's like, you know, everything's off the table. And it's like, I'm like, what the fuck has gone on here? The cre the creativity behind this book is insane. And guys, if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about uh, Chef Stuart O'Keefe and Amy Phillips' book, Cook It, Spill It, Throw It, The Not So Real Housewives Parody Cookbook. And it's a cookbook, everybody. It's a it cookbook. A cook it's book. not a joke book. It's like a cookbook. There's real recipes. So like the recipes are front and foremost. And then the comedy is like secondary. The morally corrupt satay um, breadsticks. Yes. Yeah. And hit a nerve herb and tomato bruschetta. Mm -hmm. Like I fly scary out island skirt steak. It's you stole the, my goddamn house salad. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you stole um, my goddamn house salad. House salad. It's just like it's just because Amy would like remember all these like taglines and these statements and all these situations, and then Coda de Casa, and I'm like Casa casserole, and then like Amy's like she loves casserole. It's just like when something happens, Vicky's like, why didn't you bring a casserole? And so I was like, okay, that's easy. Like no problem. Next. Um, you know, Adrian Malouf at, at her house with Lisa Vanderpump washing the chicken. So we call it like soapy lemon chicken a la Adrian, you know, and you know, you have to be careful because you can't say like Adrian Malouf's chicken, you know, you right. can't, you have to kind of like, you know, there was an attorney watching all of the titles for all these, um, all these names and, you know, some got like axed and it was like, oh, we can't do anything. We're going to get sued, you know, but yeah, ding dong, dungeon cake. I'm just reading Jill's tennis balls ragamuffins which is actually kind of great because that's an actual thing ragamuffin is so it's it's an actual dessert which is cool so that one just kind of like just you know wrote itself yolanda's but poop hat peach cobbler and see i don't watch all the different franchises so like i needed amy's help on this to get through all the different franchises and try and get as many recipes and then try and keep it balanced as well. I mean, we had about 220 recipes. Like we could do a second book right now if we wanted to. 
Now, um, where, so where are the recipes coming from? Are these like your favorite that are just in your back pocket? Did you create new recipes? Some of those before? are, I mean, like they're all kind of standard kind of recipes, you know, woman supporting woman, Manhattan clam chowder. Okay. It's a Manhattan clam chowder recipe. Let's make it my own. It's not, I'm not reinventing the wheel here. It's more about the fun the names and you get cute recipes with it too, that you can have like, you know, housewives parties or reunion parties at your home. And like, you know, do a potluck where everybody brings over a dish from the book. I've seen people like write menus out, do dinner parties with it. It's cool. They like tag me and stuff. It's fantastic because there's not only food in here, there is drinks, which is very important for a housewife. Band, yes. Of course. And I love how you incorporated the names there too, with like green eyed bandits, booze uh-huh. and, and have some really fun, creative the ways of explaining fun. how to make it. Yeah. Like, I mean, mimosa. <laughs> I mean, that's just like the best thing ever. We were just like, this is so fucking wrong. Like, we're, we're not going to be able to put this so in. so wrong. But and I was like, Munch, Munchausen for Brunchausen. Like, it's amazing. Um, but like, the go to sleep Kelly Bean Teeny. And I'm like, okay, it's go to sleep. So I'm like, okay, let's put lavender in there. Because it, you know, helps you sleep or whatever, you know. So it's kind of drink sucked up at the round, drink sucked at the roundup. And I'm in a cowboy hat. That's a cute shot. But um, it's it was so fun. Like, the whole thing was so, so fun. Can I do. ask you really quick? This is over 250 pages. Yeah. Um, with multiple different photo shoots of both you and mm-hmm. in tons of uh delicious bites and drinks. Mm-hmm. How long does something like this take to put together? Um, so we met like in like November 2019 initially, right? Right by right by where she does her serious show. And we like, you know, she like I was sitting on the sofa one day with my friend Chris. We were watching Beverly Hills Housewives. They're around the table. And I was thinking about my second cookbook anyway. And I was like, has anyone done a Housewives cookbook? I just feel like that would be so funny. And then you already have the built-in audience. Like people would buy it. It's like a souvenir thing. It's a great gift. And I searched on Amazon and everywhere and there was nothing like it other than different housewives that had their own cookbook. And, um, and then I took it to my agent Katzer and I flew to New York and I pitched this other book. Um, I think it was like an Instagram, like cooking book or something like that. And they were like, yeah, yeah. Like it's kind of been done and we kind of don't love it. And I'm like, okay. And I said, well, look, I have another idea like for this housewives cookbook. And I'm like, would you be interested in hearing about that? And I just, it was just like, uh, you know, an elevator pitch. And they were like, we want to hear more about that. So I left New York. Catherine was like, get me a pitch, like, get me the document. And I'm like, yeah, but I can't do this on my own. Like, I need someone to do this. Like, I just don't know, have all the information on my own about all the different franchises. And she's like, well, who, who would you want to do it? And I'm like, I'm like, you're not gonna be able to get her. It's like Amy Phillips. I mean, she's like the best. I've been watching her since Rachel Zoe impersonations, like, you know, so she reached out to her and Amy was like, yes, like I'm down. And I was just like, so happy. So 2019, we met then pandemic happened. So that sucked. So we were like, but it was good because we were writing a book during the pandemic. It's like, what else could you do anyway? So, right. and, but I like, I wanted the whole, like, let's meet for coffee in the mornings. I spend an hour. We can joke and I can get to know you better. And like, and we weren't able to do that. And that's like the fun part about doing it. And then we did like the shoots kind of like the end of 2020. And like it, the shoots, I mean, we did some here in my apartment and we had to pull out everything. We did a shoot down in like Redondo beach with a food stylist I know really well, but then we needed extra photographs. I took some with my iPhone that are in there. There's like some photographs actually used with my iPhone because we needed like to fill up like some pages. So like I style pretty much all, like almost all of it, which is crazy. Like the Manzo Cotti now, like for example, page 153, like I took that with my iPhone. 
Like it's insane. Wait, I'm going to page 153 right now. But yeah, just also, have a look. This is crazy. How did you forward by um, Andy Cohen? How did you get so that? So that was Amy's like big favor to ask. Like, isn't that insane? You'd never know. No, um, I like it. You would never yeah. know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So like Amy asked Andy, you know, we kind of like wrote kind of a door from like, here, here's what we're thinking. So he kind of rewrote it and put in his own words and like, yeah, we're so thankful. And that's kind of like how we got on watch what happens live as well to kind of do some of the promo at the very beginning when the book came out. That's fantastic. The, the first time I saw this book, we were in Orange County and Adam was doing an interview with Kelly Dodd. Kelly Dodd and, and she, Rick. Yes, yes. She pulled out the book and she's like, you have got to get this. Oh, that's yes. awesome. So Kelly so is so sweet to me. I love her. She's the best. So just kind of a quick tidbit, and this is not about Kelly. Kelly, this is not about you, but we love you. Um, <laughs> don't I, come for us. I, don't come for us. Like, I was totally convinced that she was going to kick me out of her house and she's going to be like, get the out of here. Get out! Yes. Like, yeah. Then we went in and we saw her office and her and Rick's office and we saw all of these books and people that they support. And she actually, this was the book that she picked mm. up and she's like, you need to check this out. Oh, that's and, sweet. I didn't know that. Yeah. And even at the time, to be honest, if we're just being real with you, Chef Stewart, we yeah. didn't actually pick up the book in that moment. But going to BravoCon, we saw you, I saw you with the book. And then you had one last one that was signed by Amy, who had yes. left the booth at that point. Yes. You signed it. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm walking away with the last signed book. Now I yeah. have to cook. Yeah, it was that we sold like three or four hundred cookbooks at that at event. It was insane. Like Andy came up and Andy was like, I can't believe you sold that many books. I'm like, I know I would have thought that like everybody here would have had it already. But I guess like, <laughs> I don't know what the marketing people didn't know it was out. I, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, BravoCon is the best publicity for something. I mean, like it was just sure. insane. And we did the demo with Cynthia Bailey and Caroline Manzo and Caroline Manzo now asked me to go over to her house. She wants to do a YouTube show with me, like, uh, like not a whole show, but like an episode of her show. And she's like, I want to cook something from the book. And I'm like, great. I said, let's, let's schedule it for like December. She's like, bring Jeff over, bring Amy. Like, so she kind of, it's almost like kind of like a shit show. Everybody's in the kitchen just talking, but it's yeah. fun, you know, which is great. I was literally awesome. just saying that to Jason because we're getting ready to move into um, a bigger place. We're expanding mm. our studio. Everything is getting bigger. And it's like, you have to, right? As things grow, you have to grow yeah. with them. And we have a few um, food vloggers who are like, please, let's cook something together because they yeah. know I am the shittiest cook in the world. Like a Tostino's pizza in the microwave, maybe. Otherwise, yeah. after this, yeah. my whole... We end off every podcast with like a good bitch session. And what yeah. I'm going to bitch about with this is the fact that these all look amazing. We're just know, not but they're easy though. I mean, there's some tough ones in there, but they're all pretty like standard enough. Like the like the untimed turkey teddy teddy tacos. <laughs> they're pretty easy. Like the gone with the wind fricassee, like this is a bit harder. The Irish bus fight stew, that's pretty easy. Adam's mom is is currently with us for a little bit. I handed her the book and I said, choose one of your favorite recipes in here to mm. to make and yeah. we'll make it this week she chose like 20 she's yeah. like oh, oh amazing this good this is great this is great i mean guys if you haven't picked up this book give it a look it's available on amazon isn't it uh, it's on amazon you can get us you can go to my instagram shop at chef Stuart o'keefe and you can buy it there and i will sign it and ship it uh personally 
And then you can buy my seasoning as well. Like I brought out this new seasoning and like anywhere you see salt and pepper, you can just use the seasoning in it as well. So yeah, Uh, I prefer if you buy it for me, if you want to, if you want to sign, but if not, you can go to Amazon. You never know when we're in town too, because I think we might be in town for another um, Kathy Hilton interview or something like that. We oh, definitely right. have to do a cooking video because that would yes. be so much fun uh, for Jason <laughs> and I's behind the scenes. He's like, Sounds no. dangerous with you. He's like, no, damn it. Like we <clears throat> have enough of those. But I did want to ask you um, for, for those who are listening, obviously we know, and I don't want this to overshadow anything that you're doing, yeah. but you're in a relationship with Jeff Lewis. Yeah, um, We've known Jeff for a long time from flipping out and yeah. he's been around, right? So, yeah. I mean, on TV... I mean, I used to watch him like back in the day on flipping out and so forth. I wasn't like a super fan of it, but like I w- used to like to watch it. Yeah, with Zoila and um, yeah. Jenny and... She's the best. You know, and he would be like, hey, how are you? And then he'd be like, fuck! And just yeah, kind yeah. of like, <laughs> like, oh my God, I don't know what I'm going to get. But then he navigated into this freebie version of his show. Yeah. And he was so Which much softer. So much better. I, I mean, so I think much better. Without, I love it. Yeah. Bravo it's, around it. You know, it, it, yeah. it's, it's, it's a fun watch. It yeah. is. And it's like, you know, it's a toned down version of flipping out. And I think it was like, I remember watching it with him. He would get the rough cuts and so forth. You know, it was really, it just was like nice. It was just nice to watch him. You know what I mean? He seemed happier in it and stuff. And it wasn't so like stressful to watch. Yeah. And um, I just think it kind of shows him in like just such a like better light, you know, and just more likable and just, yeah. I think that you hit the nail on the head. I think it's just a more likable version. And, you mm-hmm. know, Jason and I actually ran into um, Jeff a couple times because we used to live right across from him in um, Sherman Oaks. Yeah. So we would run into him at uh, Starbucks or whatever and not really having conversations, but really pleasant encounters with yeah. him. And I feel like a lot of people didn't get that until this new spinoff. But my question for you is, would you credit your kind of welcoming into the Bravo world to Jeff? Like, yeah, I mean, I like I originally went on like Amy Phillips show a bunch of times. So I kind of got my start there um, kind of and we would recap Housewives. Like I'd be like, OK, like bring me on the day after Beverly Hills, you know, so I want to know what I'm actually talking about. You know what I mean? And um, so I'd start doing that. And then I actually met Jeff like with Amy once at Sirius and stuff. Jeff's like, I don't remember that. I'm like, OK, that was great. I'm clearly memorable <laughs> and uh, memorable. And so. The book came out and then we went on Jeff's uh, radio show to promote the book with Amy. You know, we did all the serious shows because, you know, Amy's in the family. And so, and that's where I met him like for the first time. And, you know, he was with Scott. And so like, we just, you know, I would just go on the show. He thought I was kind of funny. He make fun of my license plate that had chef stew on it. It was super <laughs> embarrassing. So he just ripped the shit out of me on his pocket or on his uh, show about like that and he's like language. okay it's just yeah to, like, it totally you. right i guess so you know it was, he was like flirting in a really like weird way but um and then you know him and scott broke up and then we kind of like started like chatting and be like what if you know do we like each other and we kind of you know kind of went from there so it was kind of like a weird kind of like how we met and this That's is it, it was like november like- i think it was like november when i first went on his radio show and then he kept bringing me back on. And it was just like, I was just the butt of a joke all the time, you know, with my funny <laughs> accent. I mean, Jason is the butt of all of my jokes. So I understand this that. But also that means that we're approaching a one year. So congratulations. We have so yeah. much to um, appreciate here out of this yeah. conversation. We have a new book. We have mm-hmm. almost a one year relationship, relationship. anniversary. 
Amy Phillips, like you're doing the damn thing. So it's cool. It's, it's pretty cool. fun. And it's, yeah, it's different. It's so different from doing like the Food Network shows and kind of like, hey guys, welcome to the kitchen. Like, it's more like, this is me. <laughs> like, this is really me. You know what I mean? Like, where like you get this kind of different version of Stu, like doing like those stand and stir cooking shows. Before, because we know that your time is precious, but I do have a question before we end up letting you go. Yeah. If you were to give us two of your favorite dishes out of your book, cook it, spill it, throw it, the Not So Real Housewives parody cookbook, unauthorized, what are two of your favorites? Two, I like the I Don't Give a Rip ribs. And I love the Scary Island skirt steak. That marinade for the steak is like, you'll just live your life by it. It's like the easiest thing, few ingredients, and just like keep it on side and just, it's so good with steak. Jeff is so spoiled. He's literally at home eating so good right now. And every time we see him on Freebie or whatever other show, that's, what was the other show? Flipping Out. Flipping Out, yeah. Yes, he's ordering out and now he gets to eat in. This is yeah, I need to pick. I need to pick up. I need to pick up the pace in that. I need to cook more for him. But he like the thing of it is like I cook every day of the week, and so like it's Friday. It's kind of like night off. He's like, let's go out to dinner, and I'm like, I get it. So Does he ever look at you and he's like, Stuart, it is a Wednesday, and I'm starving, and I need no, because I don't get done with work until like seven thirty at night. So oh. he's like done eating by then. I mean, believe me, I would. Okay, so, yeah, chef Sue, I have one more question because. Yeah. I always thought that going down the culinary route would suit me because I like to flip my shit sometimes. Yeah. And your demeanor, the way you come off, you have such a, an open and welcoming personality. Oh, thank you. When, when you get in the kitchen, because I've met a lot of chefs. Oh, it's, a, it's fucking like a Tasmanian devil. Yeah. Change? Is, yeah, it is, does. So I'll tell you what happens. So like I've done... Like anytime I'm doing a dinner party, right? I have like one or two people with me helping me out and so forth. And I'm like, okay. Like, so then people sit down, we start the meal. I just get everybody in the kitchen. I'm like, okay, it's going to be a fucking shit storm for the next 25 minutes. I'm going to be a bit mean, but just try and get the shit out as fast as can, as you know, as we can, because end of the day, if the host is not happy, it all falls back on me. And that's it. And that's all it is. And then I say sorry to everybody after the dinner. I tip them all well. They all get get paid and then they leave. We're all best friends. So (laughs) it's that like 30 minute like gap. That's a bit of like, you know, you're trying to get everybody fed like 12 people at once. So it's a bit hectic. Is it because it's because you're you're trying to control so many things at the same time? Yeah, it's like... It's like for a chef too, because I'm sure it's so personal for you. Are you trying to... Just but it's just sure trying to get the perfect. stuff out as fast as you can so it doesn't get cold. Because there's nothing like I hate when I get like lukewarm food. It just is yeah. personally, I just hate it. So I just don't want that on anybody else. We're never cooking for you in our lives. <laughs> Ever. It will Ever. all be cold. Yes. I know Jeff is always like, anytime we go to dinner, he's like, stop fucking complaining. He's like, we can't complain. I was like, why not? He's like, no, people fucking hate me. And I don't want them to fucking hate me at restaurants. I'm like, okay, got it. I got it. I'll say nothing. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> I it's love funny. the awareness, it's, too. He's like, it's people so funny. fucking hate me. We're not doing this. No, okay. like he said that to me once. I was like, that's really funny. Chef Stewart, we are so grateful for you um, joining us and we're so excited about your new book. And thank you so much for signing our copy. Of course. Thank you so much. Of course. Anytime. Yes. And then we can't wait to see. And I know that you said you had enough recipes for potentially a second book. So there's so much coming up. And of course, in the world that you live in over there in LA, good old LA, where Jason used to reside. um, (laughs) I feel like 
opportunities are all over the place and Mm -hmm. there's so many fun ones, especially with the personality like yours and being with, you know, Jeff and you guys have so much going on. So we can't wait to hopefully see you on some cooking shows. I know soon. Fingers crossed. I mean, I'm just, it's been, it's been too long. I need to get back on something. We need to have you as a judge on something. I know. You know what we need is some like little kind of like, I don't want to call it a filler show, but something on Peacock where we do an, 10%, 10%, by the way, if you steal my idea. I, I would love to go into the housewives' homes and cook with them. Like, no, that's well, what yes. I'd love to do, travel around and do all the different franchises. Because you already said that. But I would love to get some of the craziest fans out there, like those American Idol fans who are just like yeah. nuts. They're fucking out of their rocker. I think that it would be so much fun to get those Bravo housewives fans that dress up like their favorite housewives and they think that they're like those ex expert cooks uh-huh. and then you judge a competition with amy phillips and maybe maybe even jeff jeff wouldn't hold back i think it'd be yeah so he'd totally do it'd be really funny actually yeah, yeah. If, you'd be like your if, food fucking sucks yeah bravo is smart they will do something with you because you were a draw at BravoCon, everybody kept saying like we were the superstars of the of the bazaar yes and we just yes. like we were literally like you could see us any time like we were there from like nine to six every day and like amy had to pop away to do her panels a few times but i mean i was like stuck to that booth by the way jason you didn't hear this but i walked up to go introduce myself it was the first time that i uh, met chef stewart and he was standing there with Amy and I walked up with Emily, Emily D. Baker, for those who are listening, um, number one legal commentator, badass YouTuber. And when we walked up, I was like, Amy, it's so nice to meet you. And she's like, Emily D. Baker. And I'm like, <laughs> Christ. <laughs> okay. I was like, okay, this is great. And then I ran into you, I think in the green room. And then as we yeah. were wrapping up the last day, that's when I ran into you. And I was like, we have to buy a book. I went by and I bought... Um, well, some other things. And I was like, we yeah. definitely, we're hitting all the spots. We have to buy a book. Yeah. Thank you. Well, well thank you, Chef Sue. It's been a pleasure having you on. And we wish you the best of luck. And we're going to be following you very, very closely. And guys, be sure to follow Chef Stewart on Instagram. Yeah. Hit him up and, and check out this book. It is a fun, it, it looks easy. You you made it, you made it read easy. Mm-hmm. I could possibly make some stuff and we will be doing that and sharing. Uh, Hello, fight popcorn sharing chicken. Our adventures with you with that. Thank you so much. You guys are awesome. Thanks a million. All right, guys. So that was Chef Stuart O'Keefe from the Cook It, Spill It, Throw It, the Not So Real Housewives parody cookbook. And what an incredible conversation. Only because, you know, as Jason and I navigate this whole podcast situation, we're trying to bring on different people from different communities, people who just get inspired. And it doesn't matter if you're getting inspired by TV and film or cooking or whatever it is, if it literally gets your chops wet and it gets your ass out of the seat, we're inspired by it as well. So listening to Chef Stewart's story, I don't know, Jason, am I wrong? No, you're completely right. It's it's crazy because we always include like some housewives or some pop culture, but I find us now diving into almost everything. You know, we just had Captain Sean on, who is a a very illustrious uh, yacht captain who's been on Below Deck. We've had Evan Reel, the senior editor of Page Six, who just gave us some great information. We have people coming on this show who will blow your mind. So I'm really, really excited for that. But you know what I'm really excited to try, Adam? Uh is (laughs) What, what, what? I'm not going to be bitching. I'm sure you are. But I am excited to try some of these recipes. They look amazing. 
for those of you who are listening. This is kind of a teaser and this is a reason to listen for the future because we will drop little teasers and hints and they will be exclusively, for the most part, to this YouTube channel or not YouTube channel, podcast channel. I'm all over the place, guys. Bear with me. I'm doing like eight videos and audios in one day. We have Sheena Shea and Emily D. Baker coming up. Sheena from Vanderpump Rules, Emily D. Baker, who's the number one legal commentator. I know that normally we go and do like a good bitch session and I love a good rant. It's not too much of a rant. It's just more so of like a lack of confidence. I'm looking at this beautiful cookbook and I'm like, fuck, the photos are incredible. Like everything looks amazing. It looks beautiful. But how do you recreate it? It reminds me of one of those like... All right, guys, this is a bake-off on Netflix. So we're going to show you this perfectly solid basketball that is made out of vanilla cake, and you guys have to recreate it. And I'm going to give you a fucking tennis ball and be like, I don't fucking know. It's not even a, a perfect I ball. I don't know. If, is it a lack of confidence or is it a lack of will? Because I feel like you do not it's like not to cook. will. Because cooking requires patience, just a little bit of patience. Oh, it and sometimes you don't, like pa- you don't like to be patient. Jason, can I, if I'm going to bitch about anything, can I give them the guac story? Oh, shit. Yeah, that was a... Okay. You have injured yourself so much cooking that I don't even think it's a good idea if you try anymore. <laughs> I, I hate my life. It's so bad. So Jason and I were having, it was almost like, I think it was, I think it was an anniversary night, actually. It was like our sixth or fifth or 57th, I don't fucking know, anniversary at this point. And I said to Jason, I was like, I'm going to make you some guac. Not that processed packaged shit from Whole Foods. I'm going to make you something. I'm going to put some paprika in it, some salt and pepper. So I go and I try and I buy an avocado. And I go to cut open the avocado and there's this big ball in it. Like it's like a... It's a seed. It's a ball. It's a seed. So I'm sitting there holding this avocado... And I'm trying to cut the ball and it slipped and I cut almost off my entire finger. Guys, hit the nerve, every, screaming, crying, bleeding all over the kitchen. Blood is like spurting out of my finger. Jason looked at me and he was like, what did you say? Didn't I tell you not to do anything? Yeah, I, I, I told you to leave the avocado alone because you I wanted me to order trying food. to cut through it. You can't cut through it. You have to cut around the seed. Do you remember our friend came to, I'm not going to name her because I don't want anyone reaching out, but she showed up and she was supposed to come hang out with us and she opens the door and she's like, hey guys. And I'm like, fuck. There's blood (laughs) just spewing everywhere. (laughs) And she's like, what's wrong? I'm like, get away from me. And it was just, I couldn't control it. I still have a scar to this day. And what's so gross about it is I see the line. And when I touch it, it makes my tongue vibrate in the back of my mouth. So it must be a nerve that's like connected to my tongue. Because I'm like, I touch it and I'm like, and then like I stop and then I touch it again. And it's like a muffler on a NASCAR. So just to give you guys some like imagery, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Listen, I'm so glad that there is a book like this because it does make it fun. I mean, you can even choose to... I mean, I was going to say you can choose to do one recipe every night that the housewives is on, but now there's so many housewives that you would be doing it every night. He um, has drinks too. Did you see oh, that? The drinks look great. And that's what I was saying yeah. too. It's not just food. A lot of the Bravo people love to have a good drink when they watch uh, housewives, or maybe that's just us. And the names, the cease and Dispritzer, cease and Dispritzer, <laughs> the go to sleep Kelly Beantini. 
The Lucy Lucy Aperol Spritz Juicy, meaning the, do you remember the Vanderpump Dog situation? Of course. Of the course. drink. This is so cute. I'm so excited about it. And, you know, I guess if I, if I were to go on a bitch session, because I missed you guys so much on Tuesday this week, and sorry, it has been a shit show catching up. Um, if I were to go on a bitch session, it's just that we spend so much money going out. And for multiple reasons, it's slightly because we live in our studio in our apartment all day right now while we're waiting for our next spot to be built. And that really is, that's just like the harsh reality of everything going on. And you know what? We feel very blessed. I don't want to complain about that because there are a lot of people who don't know where they're going to move next. So to bitch about it sounds just ridiculous. So we're grateful. It's just taking longer than what we anticipated. And then on top of that, we are spending so much money because we want to get out of this tiny space and we don't know how to efficiently cook. Like, I can cook you a piece of fucking chicken. It's, you know, it's it's two things we don't have, right? We don't have time and we're stuck in a space. So we want to get out, but you just don't have the time. And it, it does require some time to cook, even some fast dishes. It's like, ugh, the last thing you want to think about doing is is cooking sometimes. I think that's exactly what it is. And you know what? Maybe with the new place, like, Again, getting back to it, those of you who know us, follow us um, a little bit more closely, you know that right now we're in a little bit more of a tight space. The new space is going to be less tight. We can't wait to bring in flu- f- uh, fluid. food vloggers. You guys love, I'm I'm just like, I'm dead after this week. But food vloggers and like people, I want to do like these kind of behind the scenes, like little cooking competitions between Jason and I and see if I can put my energy into it and I can calm down and utilize my time appropriately as as opposed to being like so manic because for me usually i'm like it's 1257 why are we not ready by 1255 this is this and i just get very crazy but i do have to say guys we will be dropping our episode on tuesday just a little bit later because we do want this guest to be featured on tuesday so just be prepared for that it will be just a little bit later and again thank you so much for all of your input all of your questions all of your feedback we will be doing an entire q a session on tuesday from your emails and you can always be a part of the conversation and email us at info at hot thank you for your ratings on apple Podcasts. you can follow us there spotify amazon music google podcast or wherever you get your shows Whew, we have the fort lauderdale boat show coming up this weekend we have a ton of content to get out, but we will be excited to be back on Tuesday. We're wishing you a beautiful weekend and we will see you next time. Have a happy and safe Halloween. Have a great weekend, everyone. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.